Welcome back to the Prevet Podcast. Woo! <laughs> That's no, you wouldn't know this because you don't listen to the show, but I never started like that. Wow! So how do you actually start it? Welcome to the Prevet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Prevet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, and today my guest is Laura Harms. Laura, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Kind of called out for uh, not watching a little bit called uh, you out uh, an episode so far, but but that's okay because today we have a very interesting episode for you. Laura is a you know it, it doesn't matter what Laura is, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> the entire episode today it, we're not going to talk about veterinary medicine at all. Why aren't we going to do that, Laura? Um, I would say the main reason is because we are people outside of veterinary medicine as well. Um, and I always like to bring up in conversations about people, um, just how are you doing in general? Right, right. Besides what we're all currently encompassing our lives in right now. Um, so I think it's really important. It's so important. And I'll say that anytime I'm together with vet students and back me up on this, all anyone talks about oh, is med. A hundred percent. And I find myself getting sucked into it as well yes. because it's what we're living right now. And right. it's like all my stories are vet med, all my experiences, all my complaints, like literally everything. And tell me why we would love to steer away from that, at least for today. Like, why does that matter? Because it is most of what everyone's doing. It is their lives. Mm -hmm, but why is it mm -hmm. important to separate life from vet med? Because it's not, you're not just your career and you're not just your job. It doesn't have to be their identity. Yes, precisely. Vet med does not have to be your identity. It can be a part of it. When it's, it's a, a big, huge part. Big part. Because that's part. what a lot of people are striving to get into vet med. A lot Absolutely. of people are striving to stay in it and everything like that and get through it. Yes. Um, but it, it, we are people besides vet med. Correct. And I think that's something that should, should, should be, be celebrated. Oh my gosh, 100%. Here's why I, so 100% agree with you. I think the other side of that, same coin, same side, mm -hmm. is same side. when we put all of our eggs mm -hmm. in one basket, God forbid mm -hmm. something happens to that Don't basket. Don't let that basket tip over. Well, it might tip over. It might tip what over. happens if all of a sudden you can't complete your degree, oh my gosh. something goes wrong, veterinary medicine all of a sudden disappears? We don't know. We don't know. I think about that so often, and it's because, like, if something happened in my hands, like, I'm not saying, <gasps> yes. like, everything is revolving, because there's a lot of different avenues of vet med Absolutely. as far as, like, right. doing public health and things like, and, like, research mm -hmm. and things like that. But, like, personally, like, I like surgery. I like things that are very hands-on. Yes. And my family always makes fun of me because I am I say, like, I have to lay hands on the patient because that's what they really teach you is, like, you can't, like, tell someone over the phone, like, oh, your dog has this or this, this, and this or whatever. You got to lay hands. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, if something, I think about that. If something happened in my hands or anything like that like it would be pretty difficult and Correct. so all the eggs are should not be in one basket <laughs> exactly so here's the challenge and i think laura you're up to it <laughs> we will not mention veterinary medicine for the rest of the show folks cannot wait okay. we're gonna shake on it okay deal deal laura what's keeping you busy these days what's getting you excited Oh my gosh, it's funny that you say that. Um, I literally just got back into town. Um, I went, um, I've been on vacation, so I um, went up to Atlanta. One of my best friends got married. I actually officiated the wedding. It was that <laughs> your second time doing this? No, only first time, okay. but I've, I've been in 
my share of weddings, you know, because you're a good friend. <laughs> because I'm a great friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you took, you got back. You're still on vacation. Mm-hmm. Took some time to to officiate the wedding. We mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. What else are What are What else are you up to? What you have your puppies? Got the puppies. Got the puppies. Um. So I, my parents actually watched my puppies, and so um, I went back home to grab them from them. Uh, and then my mother and I spent an entire day doing a puzzle. Oh my God, did you fi- finish it? Oh, we did. We did. The scary I, puzzle? I, I, yes. I finished it at 10 p.m. She went to bed um, because I was I was leaving the next day and I was like, I got to finish this. So y'all, let me tell you about this puzzle. <laughs> <clears throat> so during the pandemic, obviously puzzles like took off. They like, did. I, they did. Everybody's at home. They right. want to do something. You sure. know? I would like to say that I have been a puzzler since I was like seven years old. And so anyway, this puzzle, it's a wooden puzzle. So the, the people, it's a company in um, Louisiana and they like laser carve these puzzles. And when over the pandemic, there was a 10 week long waiting list to get this puzzle. Unbelievable. I know. And puzzles my mother. Puzzles and refrigerators. You just can't get them no, right now. Honestly though, mm-hmm. all like all furniture. Um, but my mother, the real MVP of this earth. Beth. Beth. Beth, shout out. Um, she got me on that waiting list and surprised me with this puzzle. That's so, so nice. Oh my gosh, yeah. What are your what are your hobbies? If I was gonna say to you, like, hey, what do you like to do for fun? What is mm-hmm. Laura doing? Um, I feel like an 80-year-old woman when I say this, but <laughs> I enjoy a good walk. <laughs> like literally a Okay, yes, me too. Like I listen to just some like I, I hate myself for saying this, but just some jazz music. Are we the same? I think that's why we get along. Are we the same person? I also just only want to walk and listen to jazz music. Yeah, right? It's something so soothing. Um, okay, so walking and listening to jazz. Yes, yeah. Don't you also run? I do. I, well, okay, we're going to use the term run loosely. Uh-huh. I, I do a light jog. Yes, yes, yes. But I just, like, I do enjoy running, like, out in the outdoors. So, like, and it's just, like, my go-to in, like, 25 minutes, you'll be done, you know? So I know. And you burn so many calories. So many calories. Not great for the knees. Not great for the knees. That's the, that's the only thing. But I've also taken up stretching. Oh, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Everybody needs to start mm-hmm. stretching. Mm-hmm. It Actually, is... you're the one that convinced me to start stretching. Because I'm like, you'll age backwards? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's precisely it. Okay. So <laughs> then let me go ahead and do this plug. So everybody, you know, I will say, I'll project. I feel like a lot of folks don't like to stretch. They think it's boring mm-hmm. or they think it's, you know. Waste of time. Waste of time. It's not mm-hmm. a fun activity. Stretching allows you to do the things you want mm-hmm. to do. Preach. I like to get up in the morning and get my stretch on and mm-hmm. have a little like meditation, devotional, faith-based mm-hmm. time. It sets mm-hmm. me up for my day. But mm-hmm. then I feel like when I go in the gym and I've had my pre-workout and I'm going hard. <laughs> you are ready to go. <laughs> I can do it because I know that my muscles are not going to snap. Uh-huh. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and recommend Miranda Esmond White, which is the classical <laughs> stretching technique. Her daughter does YouTube videos. So it's classical stretch, the Esmond technique, E-S-M-O-N-D-E. We've been doing that for 20 years in my family. Wow. So, so that's a tried and true method. Yes, but I think everybody should get into some kind of stretching habit, whatever that looks like for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, it just takes, like, five minutes. Not right. even that. Just do it. Just, just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Where, wherever you are right now, please be stretching while you listen to this yes, podcast. Yes, yes. We've talked about spending. You and I have. Ooh. I feel like... <clears throat> yep. 
you know, we like to spend. I like nice things. Yes. It, it's, a, it's a problem. I also like, big plug, I like buying from like ethically. Oh, um, you're into sustainability. I am very into sustainability. You are. You just gave me a birthday present, but refused mm-hmm. to buy it off Amazon. Mm, correct. I haven't bought from Amazon in over a year, so. Um, <laughs> I cannot claim the same. I cannot give a package on the way. I'm sure I do. Yeah. There's someone at my delivery door right now. Um, oh, good old Jeff. Just you, <laughs> you like being sustainable. I do. You're the I reason. Do. I have a washable shower curtain now. Yes, yes. And isn't it a game changer? I hate it. Oh my gosh. How? Why? I just think it's so gross. You literally just throw in the washer and bleach it. We're working on this. Okay. okay. So talk fair, to fair, me fair. about just like how you spend your money and what you enjoy and okay. how and yeah. what, what that journey looks mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, like buying from sustainability, um, sustainable uh, companies. Um, and that's mainly, we are like a form of our friends you know what I mean like my friend from like literally high school was super sustainable Hannah Hannah Edwards um shout out um Hannah um and so she just really got me on this journey of like not using paper towels not like literally easy fixes that everyone's been drilled on like obviously but some haven't though maybe maybe yeah um but yeah I like buying um from those companies that use like recycled water bottles I just got a pair of shoes that use like an algae base for their soles of their shoes um it's just i also love sneakers yes, you do. So, um so it's a good time i want to say that if anyone on the podcast is interested in learning more about sustainability in season one bryce talsma i think it's episode four talks about sustainability and gives us some great tips so good, you can listen to memory. that thank you so much mm-hmm. um and then I also like that you mentioned, like, as you said something about, like, we become who our friends. Mm-hmm. We do that. Something like that. But <laughs> everyone could take a second and think about who they're surrounding themselves by. Mm-hmm. Their sphere of influence, one could say. I agree. Mm-hmm. And just, and look at what you do. I am very easily influenced. I'll tell you that right oh now. I have been gosh. told I am the perfect audience for advertisers. <laughs> because if you put something in front of me, I'm going to go get it. No, same. Literally same. So look at who you're spending time with and then mm-hmm. see how much they're influencing you. And if you're like, I don't really love that I do this, it could yep. be because you're around other and folks who are doing I've it. done that in my life. I've seen like who, you know, who brings positivity and yes. things that I want to surround yes. myself with. And it makes a difference Oh, in just like your own mental health. Correct. You're, so I got my degrees in sustainability studies and psychology wow. in undergrad. So you are like what preaching to the what choir. Yes. I mean, literally, that's both of your items. In literally. One I did one time an hour presentation on fast fashion. So. Oh, fast fashion's a nightmare. No, it's a bad time. Every I'm trying to look at my clothing right now. I don't think I'm really wearing any fast fashion today. But everyone, mm. go ahead and look up fast fashion yeah. what it is yeah yeah see if you're this shirt's it. actually made from recycled water bottles laura and my my bra <laughs> okay i will say i both look adorable oh, thank you so you're much wearing your tevas which i'm sure is mm-hmm. a sustainable situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but I'm sure that shirt was a little bit more pricey. You're you're a hundred percent. It's than a, a fast fashion shirt. You are a hundred and ten percent correct. Everybody needs to make decisions and do whatever they can live with. That's precisely it. Uh, Laura, you like to travel. I do you love have, to travel. You have goals to travel a little bit more. You want to go out yeah. west. There's yeah. some things that you want to do. I want to go out west. I want to go back over the ocean. One of the oceans. It doesn't matter which what, one. What does this mean? I want to go back over the ocean. Like, so I, I've been to Greece. Uh-huh. Um, and so I would love to like explore a little bit more. I would more. love to go to Greece. Oh. Is it gorgeous? I feel like the colors just oh pop. Oh my gosh. So I went on an environmental research trip actually oh. there. So <laughs> um, it was a great time. It was like two weeks of like living like on small small islands that aren't super um um populated oh, oh, oh. Um, okay that brings another thing to my mind folks need to be looking up 
It's called, what is it called when you're looking? Ecotourism? Correct. Yes. How did I know that's where you were going? (laughs) So everyone needs to look up ecotourism. So Mm -hmm. if you're on scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing these places that Mm -hmm. look fabulous, first of all, those pictures are posed and you're not really seeing what's going on behind (laughs) the camera. But there are some really interesting studies. My friend in grad school, Irene, did a whole study on this and for journalism where, and I'm sure Laura, you already know about this, but when things are popularize on Instagram, mm-hmm. it sends people to these locations mm-hmm. and it can mess up the location. Wrecks up the local culture. It messes up the culture. Mm-hmm. There, like For example, one of the good examples, and I did not see this movie, the Batman that had Joaquin Phoenix in it when he played mm-hmm. the Joker. There's these stairs that he dances down and okay. these iconic stairs. And then you can see how before that movie came out, no one ever went to this area yeah. and then it shot up because mm-hmm. everyone wanted to go there and take a photo. Mm-hmm. That affects... The environment. 100%. So everyone needs to just look up the choices they're making and how it can affect that area. Continue. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And be sure you know where you're putting your money as well true, as true, far true. as like when you're traveling. Um, but love a good Airbnb. Love a good like going with the culture and not just like going to the, the flashy touristy spots and buying the plastic little whatever keychain that's going to be. <laughs> little nickety necks. Little, yes. I love a good knickknack. Do but you? I don't. <clears throat> See, that's our that's our difference. You like tchotchkes? I used to love tchotchkes. I've been trying to minimize Can a little bit more. Can you spell tchotchke? I have no idea what you, that even starts with. I, I'm going to tell you. Tchotchkes? Yeah, I want C-H? Okay, is that your final answer? No, I feel like, wait, it must be uh, something... Uh, is it like a silence a Z or something? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. T. No way. C-H-O-T-C-H-K-E. Tchotchke? It's tchotchke. I hate that. But with a T. <laughs> Where does that word... That's another thing it I love. It looks Greek. I love knowing the origin of words. You and my mother... I also like knowing origins of mm-hmm. words. And I also think folks should start looking up phrases. Yes, yes, like knock on wood. I looked that up. What does it mean? Um, oh my, well, now I'm on the spot. Um, it was about touch wood. So back in like the, uh, you're going to fact check me here. Somebody's going to fact check me here. But Everyone should fact check everything. That's another thing. No, that is 100% a thing. We need to start fact checking people too. And I will say, mm-hmm. I heard from a, a student actually this week, a student who I just took their word for everything they said for no reason because I like them. Yeah. And then found out, ooh, ooh. Their perception is completely different than mine. So they were saying something about how, oh, no one's excited about this event. But I had been around people getting really excited about an event. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't listen to that. So people need Mm -hmm. to start fact-checking people. And there's just the Debbie Downers out there. Like, Correct. (laughs) All right. So the origin and meaning of knock on wood. In many cultures, it's a common superstition for people to knock their knuckles on a piece of wood to Mm -hmm. bring themselves good fortune or ward off bad luck. One common explanation traces the phenomenon to ancient pagan cultures, such as the Celts, who believed that spirits and gods resided in trees. Mm -hmm, Interesting. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the touch wood was like the the slogan it used to be, but it turns into knock knock wood. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, Should we? Nice. Uh, I think, yeah, because we end up saying things and we don't know what they mean. Also, sometimes I think a lot of people get phrases wrong. Oh, okay. I'm also the queen of like... Can you give an example? I feel like you just had one the other day. I have them frequently. Yeah. Like, frequently. Also, okay, I blame my mother for this. Like, Beth? honestly, Beth, come on. I learned learned to read at a very young age, okay? And so that's not like a toot on my own horn or anything, but I also didn't say these words out loud. Correct. And so I was reading them, and in my mind, that's how I pronounce them Okay, now. but mispronunciations and getting phrases wrong are different. Okay, they are different, but I do both. Like, I do, <laughs> I do them across the board. I feel like, for example... Play it by ear. 
people mm. hear say play it by year. Let's play it by year. No, they do not. Yes, they do. Are you serious? Yes, they do. And it's play it by ear, yeah. which goes to music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've heard it's champing at the bit, not Is... chomping on the bit, because a, a horse champs. A horse it's, champs? It's champing at the bit. Is it really? Yes, it is. I, okay, I'm definitely not wrong. Um, also, card, it's card sharp, not card shark. No way. Yes, it is. No yes, way. Is. No. Yes, it is. Wait, card shark, because it's like the... No. It's a card sharp. It's sharp because they're sharp at it? Like correct. A, oh. So I, now here's what happens, though. Here's what happens. Wow, listeners. Here's what happens. <laughs> Phrases do end up like taking on new meanings mm-hmm. and then people... And so change you, meanings. Correct. So there are some... And like, even if you look up card sharp versus card shark, mm-hmm. now people use them synonymously, mm. but it was originally sharp. And Interesting. so it gets all twisted. So if mm-hmm. you're ever around- Don't a, get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but if you're ever around a linguist or a wordsmith uh-huh. or a word wizard, oh. um, you got to be careful. My nightmare. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, because they're going to call you out. Yeah, they will. I also just introduced this to Alex um, that at the very beginning of the uh, pandemic, so I'm not on TikTok, I'm not on like Instagram Reels or anything like that, I'm not that cool, um, but it was like a very common thing, listeners, I don't know if uh, <laughs> y'all did this, but like to call a pandemic by like any other P word, so like in a Patricia or like a Panini or, wait, you had a good one. Uh, I think I said paparazzi. Yeah, in a paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, Laura said that to me in the car on the way over to the College of Journalism where we're recording this, she's like, yeah, in a Panini, and I'm like, why are you saying that to me? I'm not talking. <laughs> about sandwiches and I miss that trend but I think that's hysterical yeah it's pretty great it's I think what I enjoy you know what I enjoyed about the pandemic is some folks <laughs> really tried to like find humor in it a hundred percent in this horrific time mm-hmm. so I do mm-hmm. appreciate that yeah. like some, some of the lightheartedness memes, yes which is I know and I don't I know that some people mm-hmm. and we've been around people like this who feel like making light of something takes away the gravity the gravity mm-hmm. of it correct mm-hmm. the enormity mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. but like i one could also argue we kind of need that a little bit and we needed yeah. it yeah as it. like humanity i mean right j- that was a really dark time you need really a little break scary dark time correct. and like for our own still like, mental health still, still scary. scary still dark you know you need the the lightheartedness at some points agreed 100 percent. 100 so well, Laura, as we're wrapping up the end of the show here, <laughs> I'm really glad you came on and we could have this chat and just enjoy each other's company without oh talking about something that takes up, I would say, what what percentage of your time do you think? Oh, my. Um, it's scary. Probably like 80%. I would say 80%. I make a conscious effort, though, to not like let it, though. I want to thank you for... <laughs> Taking time to make time for friends mm-hmm. outside of that. It's important. That profession. Mm-hmm. And for also whenever we're together, I would say like 90% of our conversation is not about that. Yeah. We're talking I would, about other things. I would definitely agree. So this is a challenge to everybody who's listening. Start looking at how you're spending your time and what you're chatting about and what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Prioritize. Is that how you want to spend your time? Mm-hmm. Is that all you want to talk about? Or do mm-hmm. you want to be more than that? Be intentional with your time. Mm-hmm. And also ask like, when you sit down at a table, don't just automatically start sharing your grievances about the day and true, things true, like true. that. True. But like, as far as that topic, can we can we say it? No, I don't know if we can. Okay, whatever. Not. About it's it's, the it's topic. essentially Voldemort. It, uh, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're say not it. gonna go there. Yes. 
Um, but ask how someone's doing or like how their family's doing or, you know, and a hobby that they've gotten interested in lately. I don't know. It's just, it's easier than we, we think need it to. is. We need we to. Do. And I will say that, you know, I was doing my passion planner reflection today, which mm-hmm. I honestly can't stand, but I'm trying to keep up with it for this okay. year. Proud of you. And it was asking me, how did I feel about how I spent the last month? And I yeah. know that mentally I was giving energy to a lot of things that I mm-hmm. don't want to give energy to. Okay. And then it was like spilling out into some of my friendships. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to burden others with this topic. I don't want to burden myself. So mm-hmm. everyone just right now, reflection time. Reflection time. Reflect how reflection you're spending your time. time. Go do to you, a local coffee shop go to, and oh. just do a, like some reflection time. Docs of coffee in Alachua. Listen. Ooh, that's my secret spot though. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. Now everybody knows. <laughs> we want to be like rainbow fish and we want we to do. share we do. our scales. A hundred percent. Our scales, our stories, where we frequent our haunts, where mm-hmm. we go to, yep. so others can enjoy it just mm-hmm. as much as we do, and talk about something other than the profession that will not be named. That will not be named. Dun, dun, dun. Laura, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, this has been fantastic. On your vacation. On my vacation. Great experience. Oh, 10 out of 10. Always. Recommend. We always have a good time while we do this. <laughs> always, always. We would also like to recommend listening to the Fleetwood Mac, the dance <gasps> album while we're here. <laughs> do we need to play a segment of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love this idea. Do you want to do um, Silver Spring? Oh, do I want to do Silver Spring? Yeah, you're so right. That's not even a question. So I know a lot of my o- this audience is n- younger. Okay, that's literally no excuse, though, because I was born in 1997. Correct, but I want them to know that it's okay that they haven't heard this song. Oh, okay, fair, 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 fair. So I'm just going to play you an excerpt from Silver Springs um, from Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks is wailing. Absolutely wailing. Letting her soul shine, singing directly to her Mm ex-husband. And Mm -hmm. just a little backstory, they had been divorced at this point for about 20 years. Yeah. They, the, whole, minute. the whole band comes back together and sings a song, and she looks directly into his eyes. With her scarfed-out microphone. <laughs> as she sings this portion. <gasps> oh. So for anyone who gets really angsty, this booth never has never, we've seen, never hopped that much. Never seen this what's, action. What's that song that is very hip right now about you're a psycho? Hope you're happy, not me. If you ever cared to ask, oh, good for you, you. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you by, by Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Okay. There we go. If you like "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. You're going to love Silver Springs it's literally by Fleetwood Mac. It's 100%. Because same energy, same vibe, mm-hmm. but a Just little from bit more the 70s. folksy. Exactly, mm-hmm. from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is your jam, oh. and you get energy from this, you need to listen to Fleetwood Mac. I mean, how do you not get energy from this? <laughs> Now, everybody, just remember, take time away from veterinary Mm -hmm. medicine. Take time for yourself. Take time for your friends. Mm -hmm. Do what you need to do. Laura, it's been lovely. This has been a privilege. I'm Alex (laughs) Avellino, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to me about favorite 
jazz instrument. Ooh. What do you think is like if this isn't okay. in the jazz combo, I'm not listening. Okay. So live I think is different, but live mm. I love a good sax player. <laughs> I think it's so attractive. It is a bit, it's the sexiest instrument. It is the sexiest instrument. So what about you? Yeah. I love a good trumpet. Oh. When it starts off, I mean, <laughs> wait, and that is <laughs> a little Chris Bodie. That is Alex yeah. coming to you live. <laughs> 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 